Suicide Logs episode 117. Before I get started with the episode, I uh, just want to give a big, quick shout out to you know people who've been reaching out to me and stuff lately. I posted something pretty upsetting on my Instagram the other day. Almost, almost kind of regret it at the same time, you know. But um, yeah, it was one of those. I wanted to do an episode. I wanted to. I just didn't have the time, and you know I would have had got up on the podcast and been like, ah, Suicide Logs episode 117, I feel like killing myself, this is why, da 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 da, and get into it, but honestly, I just didn't really have the time, and I just needed a place to vent, so I just put it up on my Instagram story real quick, and, uh, you know, I used to always kind of think, like, I don't ever talk about killing yourself or shit like that unless you're actually going to do it, but that's kind of the whole point of this show, um... You know, I feel upset. Maybe maybe I shouldn't have not used the words that I wanted to use and probably just said not feeling too well today. Um, but then I, you know, that's just kind of me. I always got to take things to the extreme. So I uh, just want to say thanks to people who reach out and things like that. But I'm all right. You know, I don't want anyone to be alarmed or stuff or anything like that. It's just more on this is what, I, this is what I'm about, man. It's just about sharing and just trying to let people know. That it's normal to feel certain ways or something like that. I don't know. But I'm doing alright right now. Wouldn't even say that I'm 100% better. But hey, I'm here and I'm doing my part. And that's like the gist of what it's all about. And we kind of get into it on this episode a little bit. And that's what it's uh, that's what it's all about. But uh, today I had on Sarah from Serbia again she was on the 106 and then she asked to come on and I had a couple of other podcasts lined up and coincidentally they all fell through and then Sarah hit me and so you know it worked out we had a great conversation just about a whole lot of nothing which is what this show is about Uh, a lot of pondering a lot of just sharing shit like that and um i don't know where i was going with that uh my mind's all over the place man but want to say that this podcast is brought to you by smoothmyballs.com and (laughs) dude that shit just puts me in a better mood just even talking about it like i don't know what you guys think about it or whatever but that shit just puts me in a good mood and having smooth fucking balls also puts you in a good mood dude And, oh, that's one thing that I did want to mention that I did not mention in this episode is that I think it, I think, I think it might be the weather change. I've always noticed when the weather here in California, it's going from like nineties to like seventies and windy. And I don't know if I'm a bitch or whatever, but just when stuff like that happens or when it goes on and off from rain to sunny, I feel like I get in this weird mood like my body can't handle it or something or my body's having a hard time adjust so it, it affects my moods and, and stuff like that um and i've been doing some reflecting and how i'm feeling right now on i don't know i don't want to say i'm like depressed or sad or anything i feel pretty good right now but the past couple of days i have really just been feeling like man what the fuck is the point of shit you know um i've had the, i had this exact same feeling last year and my circumstances last year were totally different than what they are today so that's something I'm discovering about myself. I don't know, maybe around like springtime or whatever the fuck we're in. We're in springtime, right? I feel sick. My throat is a little raspy. Maybe I have allergies. So I think it's always just around this time where I feel sad. And it's almost around this time where I started up the podcast. I think I was doing it, but 
coming up on a year, coming up on a year of this show, and it's uh, been doing a lot of reflecting, doing a lot. We talk about that today. So um, use my code WUSAW at smoothmyballs.com. Try try the new uh, Turf Chopper 3.0. It's a waterless, waterproof, no no nick, waterproof, no nick. You fucking dummy. For it, I. they're they're a great company, dude. They're, they they they've been looking out for me, and they're gonna send me a lot of stuff. So, that's something that gives me something to do with my life. You know, it's something to promote. It's something to work on, and it's a step closer to achieving my dreams. Um, and it is, as crazy as it sounds, it's just like the little things like that is what kind of just brings me back to forget about all this fucked up shit that's happening in the planet. Um, what else was I going to say, man? I don't fucking know, but, uh, all right. Yep. Here's the episode, dude. Here's Sarah. Have a great day, everybody. Uh, enjoy the show. If you've got a question, comment, or concern, uh, you can feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at suicide logs, but okay. I'm here. Oh, did you hear that? Yeah, did you? <laughs> yeah, I have never heard that one before. Wow. That's crazy. It just just Good letting everyone know. So I'm not <laughs> secretly recording or anything. But hey, we're here with Sarah. And I just am now realizing your last name, Sarah. L- let me try to pronounce this. Lukis? Lukik? Lukik? It's it's Lukic. Lukic. Do you, Anna. does anyone ever just call you Sarah? Do you not no. like Sarah? <laughs> I, I don't like Sarah because it's not Sarah. <laughs> okay. All right. I was thinking that. I was like, can I just call you Sarah for uh, American yeah, purposes? If you, if you want, if you want, if that fits you, you, you're you allowed. In Germany, I'm Zaha. So any version Z- that's good. Zaha. But my, my name is Sarah. So that's like the original I'll say version. Sarah. That's unique. My mom's name is Lisa, but it's spelled with a Z. So oh, a, lot, nice. a lot of people will just be like Liza, Liza. And her whole life, she's always been like, it's Lisa. But then I think about it, I was like, well, why don't you put an S instead of a Z? <laughs> yeah, maybe that's that's the unique part of it, you know? Yeah, but don't get upset when people mispronounce it because it's just like, well, duh, they're going to mispronounce it. That's a unique way to spell it. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I guess, yeah, it depends on the, the part of the world, I think, because... Like where I'm from, we don't have any H's at the end of Sara because um, like in Serbian, we, I don't know how to explain it. We only put letters. There's no extra letters, you know, there's no H and then you don't pronounce it. Right. So every letter is pronounced. So I guess it depends. But also, yeah, in Germany, it's Zara. So that's also very different. I think of Zorro. Have you seen that movie? No. It's an old movie. Uh, I don't know when it came out. It's like some sword fighter. But anyway, how are you doing? You reached out. You wanted to be on the show. And it worked out. It worked out. I had... It worked out. I'm glad it did. I'm very glad it did. I am excited to talk to you. I'm excited to be back. Yeah. I'm excited to hear from you. First, I want to hear how you are. What's been going on? What's new since we talked? Um, I've been trying to think what has been new. I have definitely been thinking about Florida a lot more. Yeah. Um, 
And then I've been talking to like other people and I, I had just listened to a podcast yesterday. Uh, I was on this podcast called Pickles and Vodka and I was like mm-hmm. listening to a bunch of their other episodes. And yeah. I guess the episode before mine, the guy and the host, I had just realized they're from Florida. And then they were just talking about all the bad stereotypes and how they want to get out of that place. And I, I just thought it was funny. But besides that, okay. I'm, I'm so good. So there's some truth to it? Yeah. Yeah. From from everyone that I've asked, I think I had an episode with another guy from Florida after you and he he vouched for it. I haven't heard anyone defending Florida yet. That's just like, no, we're not weird or anything. And then I've been thinking about, I've got a buddy who was born and raised in Florida and he's a little off. And I could tell, like, I don't know about you, but can you tell that someone is off? Yeah, of course. Just But, but just like through the internet, you know what I mean? Like not yeah. even a person. It's just crazy. Like, bro, what are you typing? <laughs> Is it a good off? No, man. It's like the kind of off where it's just like, yeah, I probably wouldn't want to hang out with you. And he he was an English teacher in Japan for some time. Okay. I doubt he's listening, but if he is listening, Chris, I'm sorry. Um, sorry, Chris. <laughs> I just, uh, he was like, yeah, man, come over whenever. I'll show you around because I, you know, I want to go to Japan, but I don't speak Japanese. So I'm like really worried about. Uh, just the culture shock and being like, I don't know what to do here. And if I had a friend to show me around and stuff, but then he's just kind of weird. And I was like, do I really trust this guy? You know? (laughs) Oh God. Okay. No, I get it. You should listen to your gut, to your gut feeling. It doesn't like, it doesn't even mean what I'm learning is. It doesn't mean that there is something particularly wrong about not clicking with anyone. Like they can mm-hmm. also be a good person or even a bad person at the same time, but it doesn't have to affect you. Like you don't have to have them in your life in any way. If right, it doesn't. Right. Someone could be perfect. Someone could just be like the nicest person ever, but it's just like, you know what? I have too many friends right now or I'm just exactly, not in the mood. You don't have time or you just, you're, you're just overwhelmed with everything else. And also, sometimes like on paper it seems like two people will get along and it just doesn't happen in person so that's also understandable like I don't I think I'm learning to understand that I shouldn't take it in a bad way when I don't click with people like towards them or them towards me it's just different experiences different needs in life different characters and that's totally fine like I don't have to be liked or like everyone do you feel like it's um, it's like harder to make? I, I don't know if I want to say real friends, but what I mean by real friends are like, you know, people that you rely on or they're in your inner circle. And y- you know what I mean, right? Yeah. Do you think it's harder to make those kind of people as friends when you get into your 20s? Or like as you get older? Um, I'm not sure. I'm, I have a unique experience here because I was an exchange student for a year. So it's very easy to meet people from all over the world. So, so far I've met some of the best people in my life. And I think it gets harder with age. Not that I know anything about it. I'm still in my early twenties, but I've heard that it does get harder with age because, One of the reasons I personally think that it gets harder is that we 
stop seeing ourselves as young as and as people who can uh, make new friendships and have new experiences it's like mostly this idea that you're supposed to get into your 30s and 40s and be this like proper citizen and family <laughs> man and or woman or like have your life settled and everything and of course life doesn't work like that for most people so I think it's hard to meet people and like be open with them when there's this pressure that you shouldn't just approach someone or go go to a party or I don't know meet people randomly on the street or in a park you know because it's it's seen as something young people do I guess Mm-hmm. And I don't know would, when would you consider yourself that. as that per- that outgoing person since you you are an exchange student like uh do you feel like you've almost completely changed your circle like I don't know if you still have friends from Serbia that you're really close with or something yeah. but you know you said you met some of the best people in your life in Germany so do you feel like yeah. these friends so that you made really nice because I I feel like I've always been outgoing but my anxiety has been stopping me from being the true version the true extrovert that I am Mm -hmm. so since I'm in therapy and everything um it feels like I've been able to express myself and be more open with people in a way that I feel that I am naturally and of course I am still very close with my old friends in Serbia I actually went for a month and a half back home spent some time there saw them my parents and stuff so it's a really nice mix and it's really nice that I'm on the same continent because just flying back and forth across an ocean wouldn't be ideal and I wouldn't <laughs> be able to do it as frequently, especially in a pandemic. How long is a so flight? I'm very fortunate, I think. And I think, you know, when you when you deal with yourself, like when you start to solve your own issues, whether it is in therapy or with weed or with talking with friends or with sports or whatever... Mm-hmm. you kind of become a better version for other people too. And like you, sh- you show them a new version of yourself and you kind of see them showing themselves in a new way too. So it's this nice um, feeling of seeing also a new side of some of your old friends. Right, right. Oh, I, I know what you mean. It's like you you went away almost and then you transformed and came back and was like, look at me, <laughs> you know, like I'm exactly I have, and it was very weird this. because I've been walking through the same places that I was walking before I came here. Mm-hmm. And it all seemed like far away somehow. Like I am the same person, of course, but I changed so much I became more free and my I don't know, a better version of myself, a, a truer version of myself, I guess. I had the freedom here to become more me with time. And also Germany is a great country, so you don't have to worry about existential stuff like in Serbia. So that's also a big factor. I mean, I, I didn't even think about like vegetarianism and stuff like that because you you just don't have time. You're always concerned with the political situation and low payment and the general atmosphere of the country which is bad so yeah like getting away from that has been good i really don't know much about serbia until i i met you and i looked at the pop what is it like eight million people in in serbia oh uh, i mean uh like statistics say seven million but you know each year so many young people and old people move away um to the rest of europe so i think truly it's like six million which is small like it's a small country you know 
That's and, like I mean, I don't I don't want to speak for the experience of everyone else. I don't know how everyone else sees the country, but I know me, my friends, my circle of people that I've been uh, in contact with my whole life. It's just it's been getting harder, you know, so I guess a lot of young people like don't see it as an option to stay there almost or it's either you want to change it completely and be the change or you get tired of wanting to be the change and then you move away. Mm. Yeah, that's that's a tough situation, especially at like around our age and stuff. It's just I kind of feel that way with my place, but just yeah. on a very I mean, I don't want to say like low level. I mean, I don't know too much about Serbia. So when you say things like low income and stuff like that, I guess if I want to think of like third world country status, I just think of, you know, selling cigarettes on the street for a living just to just to, yeah. eat, you know, is it is it like that bad out there? I mean, it's hard to define because there's this I feel like there's this harsh difference between the earn the one percent that's earning amazingly and living amazingly mm-hmm. and then I feel like a, a lot of people are struggling because basically we have a one-party system which isn't a one-party system but it is like officially it isn't of course officially it's presented like a democracy and everything but of course it isn't so there one party has been ruling for a long time and what is that you what can't is, get what a is job one, what is one party system it's like the the simplest way I can say it is that you have no other option who to vote for. And if you even oh. like in a traditional one party system, there is one party who will always win. But in this sense, what I mean is that there are other parties and candidates, but you know the outcome. And there have been public scandals like uh, nine nine hundred thousand of dead people voting oh oh for the party and stuff like that and you know that's that's common knowledge but also the party controls everything so most of the people who are poor only have access to the channels that they control and the newspapers that they control which Mm -hmm. of course they don't control so they say they don't control but of course they do so it's you know it's it's hard to get a real picture of how it is but i also see how people are living i see how miserable they are and Mm-hmm. how they have to join like the main Windows party view. to get a job and for those of you who don't know or if you haven't listened to the first episode with sara you are studying in in germany to for uh, you're studying politics right that's like your main uh, yeah political science yeah so everything you're saying i i fucking i believe in it because it's legitimately <laughs> your it's your study and stuff like that and i want to ask you oh, i want to ask you um what you said like 900,000 dead people voting and stuff like that just like corrupt stuff um a little bit of that was going on with the trump biden thing going on i guess they were like trying to claim a bunch of dead people were getting stimulus checks a bunch of dead people were voting for biden or something like that but i want to ask from the outside from someone who's never even been to america uh throughout your life and when elections happen at least in in the states um do you guys pay attention to that stuff, or is of it just? Of course, the whole world pays. That's attention. That's so crazy to me. That's so yeah. because it's just, and 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 I don't know if I sound dumb to whoever is listening or what. No, 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 no. 
no. no I, I mean, maybe not to you. I don't sound dumb, but maybe there's somebody listening that's just kind of like, you need to get out more. You got to see other countries. Cause I, I get, cause I live here. I live in the States and I feel yeah. so oblivious to, you know, other countries and how big of an impact America is in our, in our politics. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I can't, I can't name, I don't know the president of Germany. I don't even know if you'll, you guys call it a president. You, you guys have a King. I don't know. And it's just... <laughs> no, you know what? Don't, like, okay. First of all, of course, it's a different educational system because I think in Serbia, that's the only like middle and high school educational system I can speak on personally. We have a lot of focus on other countries and it's just the way it is. But also you don't have to rely on that. Like if you feel the need to know about different countries, you can Google it, you can find out, you can ask people. So don't beat yourself up because also what I've noticed is that you can't care about everything at all times because right. it's very overwhelming and being informed and having an open mind, even if you don't know something like, of course you can't know everything about every country and what the situation is like and stuff. So you, I've learned on exchange to just openly ask with good intentions. And usually people want to share and tell me what the status of their country is from their point of view. And that's the best way to learn, I feel like, because, okay, history books and school and everything, that's good. But we talked about Columbus Day as well. And that was in school books, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's also good to, like, if you have the chance, of course, get out into the world and travel and stuff like that when the, this fucking pandemic is over. How are things um, but also, over there? I, I realize that it's not as easy because, yeah, flying over the ocean and stuff. Are you guys still like on lockdown? You still wear masks and stuff like that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. Germany has been doing this thing where they like are lifting it a bit now. If you're vaccinated or if you take a rapid test, you can go to a hair salon or it's hmm. all these new rules. But usually, if you're vaccinated, you can. Um, go into stores but you need to have a mask and you need to register book okay. like okay. like your own spot in in the shop and stuff like that and then mm. if the numbers rise i think after three days they close it again or something it's wow. you can't oh, go nice. to coffee shops like only takeaway and stuff like that restaurants are still closed mm. at least here where are I you live are in. you vaccinated I am. I am. Thankfully, in Serbia, I got vaccinated. I'm very happy about it. Twice? You got, you got the two shots? Yes. Oh, yeah. there you go. I am, I'm not. I'm not. But I'm not against it or anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just, I, I guess I just want to wait. And I'm kind of just relying on the bro science of it. Of just like, oh, I think I'll be all right. I just got to take my vitamins. If I get it, I get it. But I understand people are like, hey, you got to get it just to stop the spread and a little bit of yeah. me is just still i don't know at least who i follow and stuff on social media a lot of people are kind of skeptical on it but i don't like i don't want to like just beat somebody it, like my parents both got it um mm -hmm. and they asked me if i'm gonna get it and i'm just like no i'm gonna wait this seems kind of fishy they, they came out with that a little too fast let's give it i'll be one of the last people to get it but we don't get yeah. it about it or anything no i get it i mean to be honest and it's like this uh, bad thing to say that you're skeptical about it. But at the beginning, of course, I was skeptical about it. But then I thought to myself, okay, 
what do I study? Social studies. And mm. I certainly don't know anything about immunology and yeah. virusology and stuff like that. So I talked to some of my friends and um, acquaintances and friends of friends and stuff like that who have like knowledge in the area, like doctors and molecular biologists and stuff like that. Oh. And asked them, what what is it about? Is it safe? Like, how do they come up with it? And I did like some research. There's this really great Netflix show called Explained. They also explain how they made it. So I was also show. getting, to be honest, sick of it, to think about it. So I was just like, I want to travel. I want to protect <laughs> other people. I want to protect myself. And I want to stop thinking about it. So somehow, like, I just realized that there are people out there smarter than me on that subject and in general, of course. And if they say it's not dangerous, then I'm just not going to think about it because obviously I don't have enough information to make that conclusion. Right, right. And another thing about you is your parents are doctors, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and you've got like brothers and sisters that are nurses too. Like you've just got a, a whole hospital for a family. A whole hospital at home. Yeah, whole my hospital. brother is a doctor. And <laughs> so you probably yeah. they probably have a lot of input on the vaccination, right? I mean, yeah, um, my dad thankfully doesn't work in the COVID unit uh, because it's a small town. They've been kind enough to put the younger doctors in the COVID um, part of the hospital. So that's been really nice. But also, you know, a lot of patients call him and ask him what the best vaccine is and if it's safe to get and stuff. So I've now being home, I've heard a lot of like talks about yeah it's fine you can get it i got vaccinated my mother got vaccinated like he always says my mother who is 80 got vaccinated she's oh. fine you can get it <laughs> do you because uh, i just want to backtrack a little bit on what you were talking yeah. about like with your country and poverty and things like that and just yeah. to i mean i feel like i know the answer but just to double check on it and since your whole family is uh a hospital would you would you say that they're kind of like, uh, how are people in the medical field treated when it comes to income? Because out here, if if you were to say that, that just sounds like big, big baller, like a lot of money. And so, yeah, would you consider yourself no. Lucky? No. So it's like an average no. job. Um, it's, it's underpaid, in my opinion, because... Mm -hmm you finish at least six years of school and then you get miserable pay, especially for what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So that's why my brother is a doctor in Germany. And that's why thousands of thousands of young, young medical professionals, like that's the most common job I would say for people to leave Serbia is nurses and, and pharmacists and doctors and stuff, because it's like, first of all the pay is low and then second of all people are so disrespectful and you have so much to do and it's just you know at one point you realize you don't deserve it i guess and right. you just want I to, to I go totally somewhere understand. where you appreciate it not only financially of course finances are a part of it but also like just a healthy work environment without stress and the, the disrespect that you yeah. like you think that's why they venture out to other countries because like, hey, if I, if I become a doctor in another country, people will treat me with respect. And I might've had put a little bit of an attitude in that tone, but it just. Yeah, it, it's true. It's, and they do. And, and they money. do. So and money. yeah, I mean, thankfully my brother works now 
in Germany, in a different part of Germany, but he works and he's just amazed with it. It's like, it's a healthy work environment. And if you're going to spend 40 years doing a job, at least 40 years, then you might as well enjoy working it, you know, and have a nice time, at least not a stressful time while you're at it, you know, be overwhelmed with patients and with like anxiety from them and the pressure and like everything accumulates. I think people are um, generally very stressed there because of the political situation and everything. Like every day we're bombarded with some new scandal, you know, and some way of them like making us feel like we're idiots. Like, look what we can do and you can't do anything about it. That kind of thing. Yeah. So that's why a lot of people leave. A lot of old people leave as well. Like people in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, they just realize they can't do it anymore and they just want to have a normal life. So it's usually Italy, Germany, Austria, I don't know, Belgium, Norway, Sweden, wherever. We, mm-hmm. we just want to leave. And that's why I'm here. <laughs> and, and would you say it's relatively easy to leave? Or is it some people just never get out? Like, do you think like how hard yeah. to get it? Like, I guess when I think of everything you just described <laughs> to, to put it in on my side of the planet, I think of people who are in Mexico and they just don't like the yeah. politics out there and they want to come to America. But you know how that is that the, with getting deported and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, do people get deported back to Serbia and stuff? Like, is that a common thing or maybe not as common? No, not that I've heard of. I mean, um, I don't know if it's hard because the biggest thing is patience and time. Like you have to learn German for German speaking countries or wherever you go. But I feel like Switzerland, Austria, Germany is very common. So a lot of people in, in like their 40s, 50s are starting to learn German from scratch just to be able to get out. So that and then you have to get a visa and everything because Serbia is not in the European Union. So there's a lot of paperwork. It takes a long fucking time for people. But if you are qualified to do something and if you really want to do it, you will find a way, especially since someone can help you, since there's a lot of people that are already in the country where you're going from the Balkans, from Serbia and other countries surrounding it speaking the same or similar language so you can get a lot of tips and stuff like that so i feel like it's persistence mostly and time wow it's just it's this is why i'm not in in politics and stuff like that because it just feels like everything's so complicated and there's so it's almost like when you want to work in like a higher level of the government or something it just seems like you're just being the boss of everyone and they might like not really be working for you in a sense and it's just it's pretty overwhelming i don't know yeah i get it i get it i couldn't do it either to be honest i i'm much more into activism and stuff like that because it feels more people-based and empathy-based compared to ruling over others what are your goals in what you're going to school for i don't know how many years left you got in school or anything like that but when you're done what what, what's your next step i honestly have no idea there's some like non-government organizations that i'm interested in volunteering and working for and maybe Mm. public relations as well like i would be interested in uh, 
maybe helping out build a public image of a candidate for some election. But also it has to be a candidate that I would vote for and that I believe in. Because like, uh, I, I can also, yeah, I can also see how that can be very close to propaganda, if not propaganda. <laughs> so I wouldn't want to participate in something that's not, I guess, for the greater good, how I define it, which is empathy based and society based and people based. Um, just helping people out who who need the help, you know, in whichever way. So something like that. I always yeah. wanted to do something like that. So I guess I'll figure it out with time. And there's a right. lot of opportunities here. So hopefully something will show up that interests me. And I also don't want to do something that doesn't excite me uh, because I don't feel like, I mean, life is precious and life is short. Why, if you can choose, if you're privileged enough to be able to choose your job, I would like to choose something that makes me happy to get up in the morning, you know? Good, good. And you still have time and you are, you know, like what we mentioned earlier, you're still working on yourself. You're still, you know, that's why you don't have time sometimes for other people or whatever. Cause it's like, man, yeah. I'm still working. I'm still being friends with myself and all of that stuff. But anyway, exactly. we've, we've talked a lot about your country and things like that. We could get back to it and politics and all of that stuff. But, you know, are, are, are these the things that you've been reflecting on? Cause that's specifically what you told <laughs> me, like you've been reflecting and uh, real quick, I just want to tell people, you know, we I was supposed to have two people on the show, I think. And then, uh, no, I was supposed to be on a show. And then, oh, I don't know if I told you the sports podcast, they left me on red. They just, no! Yeah, and you know what they say? No response is a response. So, uh, oh, I don't know. I'm a little you, sports podcast. <laughs> Listen, you're a, you're a great person to talk to, so it's their fucking loss. Thank you, thank you. Now they started talking about baseball and shit like that, and I was like, oh, I guess they don't want to talk about MMA. So whatever, but I mean, may, who yeah, knows? Okay. Maybe got busy. Listen, listen. I want to talk about MMA. I don't know anything about it, so I want you to tell me. Okay. I mean, I saw, I mean, I guess I'll talk a little bit about my weekend and stuff. I just, I just wanted to talk about the fights and what I think is like up next and things like that. I'm trying to think if there's any Serbian fighters. I, cause I feel like when I looked up Serbia, I saw that flag and I was like, I feel like, I feel like I've seen that. You feel like you that. saw it somewhere? Do I you feel follow like tennis seen. perhaps? Do you sometimes watch tennis or know about tennis? <laughs> no, but I mean, I know who like Serena Williams is and stuff like that, but. Okay 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 like the the i don't know currently the best mm -hmm. player but like for a long time and probably still in the top three or something is our player novak djokovic djokovic mm. i guess maybe you heard of him so maybe that's how you saw the flag or also if you follow nba we have nikola Jokic, the joker i don't really follow the nba i barely you know, know who kobe bryant is i don't know where you <laughs> I'm I mean, I could probably Google it up real quick. Let's see. Let's see. Serbian UFC. I don't know if fight. we have any MMA fighters, to be honest, because I don't follow it. And that's why I'm also interested to hear about it, because fuck the sports podcast. <laughs> we deserve to hear about MMA. I guess nothing gets brought. Uh, how close are you guys to Poland? Would you consider like Poland kind of like, you know, your cousin um, or something? More like a, like a distant cousin, I would say. Like we have some of the same roots in our languages so i guess that's the thing i would say is similar like some of the words are the same and stuff like that mm. but not that close oh, no. okay okay 
No, I just uh like I one thing that I do, I do a lot of betting on sports and a lot of people are talking about cryptocurrency, Dogecoin this, Bitcoin that, and I just don't put my money in it because I don't I don't do my own research on it and I I don't enjoy like what's fun about reading up on that. I mean, I guess there is if I could get into it or whatever, but yeah. I, I like, I like fighting. Like I just, I like that stuff. And I, it is a gamble. It's just a gamble. If you were to put two very skilled fighters, uh, there's any way somebody could win. So it's sometimes it's just a flip of a coin and you know, it feels good when the fighter you want to win wins. Cause it makes you feel like, ah, they did what they did, what I said they were going to do. And now I'm getting paid for it. So I was on a streak with uh, one of my buddies mm -hmm. and I, I had won three in a row and last weekend I was going for four in a row and it got, and it almost, I almost got it. I almost got it. And then there was just a, a turn of the wave or a turn of the tide. And then last minute my guy lost. So I went to three and one. And every time I lose, when I bet, I'm like, I'm never fucking betting again. I'm just wasting. <laughs> yeah. I do like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'll give it a couple of months. I'll be back into it um what else nice. what else okay would you would you say that um how how would you s define like the philosophy of mma like what does it teach us would you say i'm i'm such a big fan because it's basically as like the the true sport of when they really first started it like ufc and all of that it, it it's as old as me i believe it's 26 25 years old maybe they're on 26 years mm -hmm. now and i just think it's so cool that like around the time when i was born they were like let's do this and it and i mean i don't know your knowledge of martial arts but it's like you know there's different styles there's you could be a boxer you could be a wrestler you could be a tennis player you could be a, a karate person so back in the dizzy people were just so stuck on one art and i i do even remember it just like people just they they were very um how do i say sorry just be patient with me i'll get the words out yeah i'm yes. so, you know your english is better than mine <laughs> and you know no. three languages oh, also i want to say i'm glad i got you on again because i do remember saying your english is really well right now but soon in a couple of months or something you might switch over to germany German, yeah, German, yeah, yeah. German. Um, but no, okay. So I, I, I uh, relate martial arts to just a lot of things in general with life. Okay, so let's let's try to compare it to what you do. You know, there's there's in political science. There's let's keep it really basic. There's Democrats and there's Republicans, right? And from what I see, and I, I I'm I hope I'm right. It seems like there's so many people like conservatives or liberals or whatever, they're, they're always so stuck in their ways. And that, you know, the moment they hear something, or even with religion, even with religion, there's some things yeah. that just, you know, they completely disagree with it. Because it's like, no, it's not my religion. So I, I feel like 20, 30 years ago, it was like that way with martial arts. If you're a karate guy, you don't practice fighting on the ground or anything, your specialty is karate stuff kicks and punches and then there's people who are wrestlers that believe their their shit is the best and then um that's what it was originally about it was about to find out whose martial art is the best and then over time we realize 
you know what? There is no real best martial art. There might be some aspects that give a great advantage, but it's really all about mixing it up, which is why they call it MMA, mixed martial arts. It's about finding the best thing of every martial art and putting it together in the best combination you feel works. And, you know, they, they, they say Bruce Lee was the originator of that and all of that stuff. So a lot of people like to say things like, oh, if Bruce Lee were to fight in the UFC, he would get demolished, which, you know, it might be true, but it's more of like, you got to pay respect to he's the first person to come up with that philosophy of, you know, there's no one set in stone, right way to do things. You, what you got to do is like, find the best things of, of everything and put it all together. And I, you know, not even just with fighting, just like with life, it's just like finding balance with everything. And I just, I just think that's beautiful. But I also kind of like the, the beautiness of sometimes, you know, anything can happen. It's just like, it doesn't matter if somebody's got the best, uh, like on paper, it looks like, oh yeah, this'll work. This'll work. But then boom, you never know. Just cause you're like the best wrestler, you're in the best shape. You've, you, you even do all the steroids and shit like that. All it takes is just one lucky punch to fuck somebody's whole hard workout and all of that stuff. Yeah. So, and that's life. You know, I, I really, and that's life. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I wanted to say. And it's beautiful to compare it to finding the middle ground because I've been also coming back to that, reflecting on that, mm -hmm. that there is no, I mean, of course there is a right and wrong way in the way we can treat people. We should, we shouldn't treat people with malice. You know, it's, you should always be kind to people when you can and stuff like that, but also, there is no right and wrong way to live. So that's a very good way to to also see it through sports. And that's very interesting because I honestly didn't even know. You said UFC and I was like, you have what? <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. That's, see, that's so crazy to me because it's just like, it seems like it's such a big deal. But I still remember it from like the old days where nobody knew where it was and it was on this lower level TV show. And it's just crazy that it's it's you know it's on espn and it's a it's a legitimate sport that people talk about but uh, yeah, i'm trying course. to i just don't follow it right i, mean, I know right. it's popular you know i will get yeah. shit from my friends for not oh. knowing this, <laughs> it's just i don't know why it feels like i never got to it I but think... it, it sounds really interesting you know but do you think some of it is pretend like is it for show you know the thing i don't i don't i think the violence is real i'll, I'll start yeah. with that like i'm also a fan of violence in a sense but i used to also like to watch pro wrestling back in the day like wwe and i like i like the dramatics and stuff like that the drama people talking shit that's cool and all but see one thing i wanted to talk about on this sports podcast is like for the longest time in my life when i would watch ufc and if somebody won a championship They'd always promote it as like, this guy's the best in the world. He's the best in the world. He's the greatest fighter in the world. And I, I always just kind of think, is he though? It, like there could be somebody in prison right now who could fuck him. <laughs> like he's just the best person who decided to do this for a job. If, if, and I could get into more detail of it, but I'll, I'll go forever. And it's just no, like. He's um, also the, the person who is was privileged enough that his life turned out like that that he can be a it's professional a, it's a gamble it's a yeah. gamble and i used to believe in ah if you work hard this and that and like one thing about me 
which is also they want it. Oh my god, they want it. They should have had me on the fucking show. Maybe they'll have me of on. Of course they should. <laughs> they wanted to talk about um, the Olympics, I think. Um, okay. There's, I don't know if it was like something that had to do with Tokyo, um, but they were like banning people from, um, you know, wearing wearing like Black Lives Matter kind of supporting things or um, oh, gay shit. rights. Yeah, in in Japan. But I don't know if it was the Olympics, but they did want to say something about the Olympics. And it's crazy, you know, like maybe coming up on 10 years, I used to do uh, Taekwondo, which is a martial art. One of like, there's only two martial arts that are in the Olympics, Taekwondo and Judo, unless you want to count uh, wrestling and boxing. But um, this school that I trained at was like recognized uh, by the Olympics. And we had this team and everything. and I, I would I would be on and off on the team to try and be on it. But it's like, ah, if you train hard enough, you could you can go to the Olympics. And that was like my dream for maybe like six months. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. That, that, that'd be cool to go to the Olympics and just say I did it. And like I at that same time, I was learning about how the Olympics treat their athletes like shit. Um, and, you know, I don't really I used to because it's been about 10 years, but I, I knew a lot about it something about paying like if you're it's crazy to think about you know a lot of the people that go into the olympics um you know they they dedicate their whole lives to regardless of whatever the sport is you know to be the best and they don't really get paid for it um most of them they're they're just like working for the olympics and the olympics is is just making money off them in a sense um but i for me i was just like fuck it i don't care (laughs) like i want to be on the olympics just to say i was on it um yeah. but then I was around 17 18 at the time and then I I stopped doing it I I was like ah and then I started going to college and it was just eating too much of my life and I was like yeah I want to I want to be a normal person <laughs> I want to have a job I want to do yeah. this but I slowly tapered out of that but I still keep um I still keep everything I learn in 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 my mind like it, there's a lot like I don't know if you know anything about Taekwondo, but it's like, there's a lot of like bullshit that, you know, to me in my mind, it's like, it doesn't matter, but Hey, maybe it's, maybe it is effective. I don't know. So I try to just like clear out all of the bullshit I learned and just only apply the stuff that I found important. And then I started venturing out, trying other martial arts and stuff like that. But, um, I don't know where I'm going off on a tangent, but (laughs) I still, I want to, you you should have been on that fucking podcast you know <laughs> you you have stuff to say and i love listening to it especially since i don't know anything about it but i also mm-hmm. wanted to ask you how do you feel about celebrities how do you feel about being a famous person in in sports or in podcasting or being a movie star do you mm-hmm. do you glamorize it did you used to glamorize it yeah i think i glamorized it a lot as a, as a child. And I, I, and I'm thinking back to what you were saying before, you know, you've always wanted to go to LA and things like that. And maybe it's yeah. because of movies and, you know, I feel you on that, but I, I, sometimes I feel like, I don't know if I feel it on a lesser level or a higher level than you do, because I, mm-hmm. you know, I live near LA I'm, I'm in the area and a big part of growing up, it just made me feel like, how do I say this? Like, okay. Yeah, like if you live in California, but you're not famous, it's like, what are you doing? You know, like I felt okay. that, I felt that feeling of, 
uh, I need to, I need to do something here. It's like, it's right there. I have no excuses. You know, people come all over the world to go to Hollywood yeah. and stuff to pursue their dreams. And here I am just living here. Not even, and so it makes me feel like I got to do something, you know, mm-hmm. do you see I, yourself pursuing something like maybe this podcast or acting or something like that. Yeah, that, that is one of my dreams, but I, I try to, you know, I try not to let it consume me so much, but I feel like that is a big part of like my sadness or depression. And, you know, I don't like, I don't like saying it out loud. Like I always say it and I just feel kind of like, ah, like whatever. But then at the same, lately I've been being like, man, I can fucking dream. I could say what it like, you know, it's my life. But oh, then I, I always just feel this guilt of just, and, and that's what I worry about. I worry about being fucking big Hollywood shot and all of this stuff and feeling like how I feel still. And I, and, or like, I don't know, uh, like me as a normal person, I, I feel this guilt over like, ah, I should be doing more to help people and stuff. And then I feel like if I were to have like a bigger platform and things like that, I'd feel even more guilt. So sometimes I, I think of, um, I am where I need to be because, you know, if I were to get famous or whatever, or at, at a really young age, what if I'm not prepared for it? So I want to prepare. No one is. That's the problem that no one is. I want to prepare myself as much as I can though. Like I want, like yeah. and if I, if I ever get to it, I want to, how do I say it? I was telling my girl about this the other day. I want to suffer. Like I want to be a normal person for a very big part of my life to have people, you know, if I'm going to be a comedian, the, one of the big things about a comedian is finding things that people can relate to and stuff like of that. Of course. Yeah. So that I don't want to get, I don't want to be like a fucking Gal Gadot, you know, mm-hmm. you, you know who she is? Of course I know. Yeah. You know, like someone who's just like, I don't want to be a famous person who's just oblivious to normal people problems. Um, yes. And I, I just feel like that, that uh, what I'm doing right now, where my life is at right now, it's all part of the process. And I just don't ever want to lose myself if I became famous or whatever. And it's just, yeah, I don't know. And I'm doing I my time. I, I used to glamorize it a lot as well. When I was a kid, I want, I want to be famous, like be an actress or a model or something like that. But mm-hmm. I've come to appreciate being anonymous mm-hmm. and having a normal life because I've, I've been listening to some celebrities and also thinking about how I would feel. And I don't think at least not for me and for what I feel comfortable with that. I would like the spotlight on me all the time and all of my mistakes being dragged out and my weight and my looks and my boyfriend's girlfriends, you know? So that's fucking annoying. And that's so unfair because why can't we just let people who have, talent like actual talent not fucking kardashians but like actual (laughs) people with talent right live their lives like why do we feel entitled to their private lives and you know john mulaney the comedian see i don't (laughs) he's so good you need to check his stuff out he's send me his shit send me his shit i will i reached out to that lolo person i think that's her name right yeah i mean she messaged me the one that i sent you and that was about it and then um I didn't I don't like I was if I were to have her on the show I was going to say like look I'll be honest like I don't I don't like I don't listen to your music but like I can respect it like 
Yeah. yeah. And it's just kind of girly, but like, I hope she wouldn't get offended by it or anything. I would just want, no, to, you I could separate not. the artist from yeah. the art, you know? Of course, of course. I mean, it, it, you can also appreciate someone's work and also it not being your style. Like, I found her by accident because she was singing some Taylor Swift covers and I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan. Mm. So I found her by accident and I was so happy when I did because her music, you know, it just fits. And it doesn't mean that if you don't think it fits for you, it's bad or anything like that. It's just you like something else. You've so got my... I can, you, you've mm -hmm. got my brain. You've, I'm sorry to cut you off. My brain mm -hmm. is, uh, you've got me in a gear here. Cause like you mentioned Taylor Swift and Taylor Swift is a huge star, like a huge star, right? Yeah. She's been around forever. And yeah. I just want to, just before I lose that idea, I just wanted to share with you. Like, I think today, at least in 2021, it's in a way it's so easy to disconnect. And when you say things like that, like, do you know who, like, I have so many friends that ask me, do you know who this is? Do you know who that is? And then when I tell them I don't, they look at me like I live under a rock, but it's like, nah, man, I just choose who I want to listen to. Like, yeah. um, Elon Musk, he was on Saturday night live <clears throat> and, um, my buddy was talking about it. Um, and then he was like, Oh, it's my dream to be on Saturday night live, this and that. And you know what? I was like, and then my girl wanted to listen to it. So I was like, let's pull up some YouTube clips. Let's look at it. And I started watching it and I, I never watched Saturday night live. I, I don't like, I, I, it, but apparently here in the States, it's like, or maybe worldwide. I don't know. Do you watch Saturday night live? I do when I like the guests. It's a it's a big deal. It's a big deal. <laughs> like I'll give it that. I understand it's yeah. a big deal, but when I watch it, I'm like it just made me feel like, dude, am I am I missing out or do I I like why do I not watch this? But it's like something that people watch every week and they're so like I don't have cable. I don't watch TV. I don't watch the news. Yeah. And so yeah. my my there's a buddy who's just sending me all these articles about like UFOs and stuff. I guess that's a really big deal right now. And they're going to like um, make some documents public or something like okay, that. Okay. Okay. And see, you sound like you don't really know about it. No. <laughs> okay. I mean, there's always something with UFOs. That's why I'm thinking if something recently is happening because I know there are documents. I'm just fucking waiting for them. <laughs> the other, the other night, maybe like a week or two ago, I was standing outside and I'm with my girl, I'm with her family. And she's just like, do you see that? And it was just like a sea of stars moving in one direction. And it took me a while to see it, but then I see it and I'm like, bro, that, that doesn't look like shooting stars. And you know, she sees it first. She thinks she's crazy, but then I see it to confirm. And then I yell and we get two other people to come out and confirm and like, we're, there's all four of us staring at this stuff. Just, it was just fun, like, that's maybe one of three times I saw something in the sky where I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And yeah. we're all just like, and I've got co-signers. We're all like, we're not crazy and we're tripping out. We're like, what the fuck is that? And then, you know, with a couple of Googling, we, I guess we find out it's SpaceX and they had released like, um, you know now that i think about it it was in florida <laughs> they oh, released no. they released like 150 satellites or something and they were all headed 
um, they were all headed like north or something like that. And then I started joking about, oh, they're dude, they're going to Area 51. They've got a press conference with the aliens or something. And then we Google like, which way is Area 51 from where we're at? And lo and behold, all those satellites are headed straight to fucking Area 51. <laughs> and I'm just like, I, something's going on. I don't know, but it's just it's so hard to keep up because you know I'm distracted by fucking the Kardashians and my podcast yeah. and things like that. So, yeah, no, I get it. Of course, please. Of course, it was in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was in Florida. And then I'm just staring at the sky, like, damn, these were released like on the other side of the country, and here I am looking at it, just giving it a trip. But anyway, we're we've been talking a lot. I mean, I enjoy what we're talking about, but I feel like I'm doing a disservice to, uh, you know, what else is on your mind? What like, you know, what else were you? Um, reflecting on just i don't want to get off this show and you're like oh shit we didn't talk about this and that you know really want to give this is your space you know you you fucking yeah it's a dialogue it's a dialogue i like that it's a dialogue i i've been reflecting on a lot of stuff but also i don't have answers so maybe you can tell me what you think about certain things like yeah i've been thinking a lot about the pressures of uh, society to live in a certain way whatever that society defines it as so i at first i i thought it was um the pressure for like i've been thinking about relationships and stuff and i I first i thought it was the pressure like at least from my point of view to be monogamous but then i talked to a friend uh, who lived in berlin and he said that over there, there's a pressure to be polyamorous. Mm-hmm. Multiple so partners, I've been, right? like, hmm? Multiple partners is polyamorous. Multiple right? partners, like loving different people and stuff like that. Yeah. Right, right. So I don't know. It's been on my mind, like, just thinking about how we sanction everything that's out of what we see and define as normal as a society. Mm-hmm. With sexuality, with dressing, with music, with expressing ourselves. And I think it's, I don't know. I don't know what to think about it because, of course, everyone has their own opinion. But then it's like these unwritten rules about behaving. And I'm, I feel like <laughs> I'm noticing them more and more, like seeing how people will in their own ways sanction anything that they don't feel like fits what they've been taught is a way to live in a society which okay. yeah you know so i've been that's, thinking that's about that a lot in relationships and stuff like that like okay. long marriages and how that relationship then evolves and stuff so i have did you, no did you say did you say debt or death uh i don't know when no uh death as in like you owe money or death as in like when you die it sounds like you said something death Death, i hope well before before i tell you anything i am not a a fucking i am not a love guru or any of that and i I, but i mean i i guess i you want you obviously want my my advice or my what i have to say on that and i guess i just want to stay like I feel like I have a very biased opinion on monogamous or polyam polyamorous relationships. I have a buddy of mine who 
is in like a really open relationship. Um, so <laughs> like he'll just hit me up and talk about dates. He goes on with girls and stuff, but then I'm like, Oh, who'd you go on a date with like a random girl or your girlfriend? And it's just like, but he's been like that forever. And me, I am like the complete opposite. I have been with my girl for seven years and, um, it's just, I guess with what you're saying, I, I don't want to say that you are wrong in thinking that way of like what the society expect of you and things like that. But I guess mm, I, I, I feel like I don't think that way. I, I feel like for me, it's like, do what you want, like fuck with anybody else thinks, you know what I mean? But it also, I feel like you sound a little, like you sound a little lost in what you want. So you know, it sounds like yeah, you're kind of, I think everyone is, you know, at some point you have to get lost. I right. think that's a, that's a sign that you're growing up. But also, I know what you mean. And going back to mental health and therapy, of course, that's something I'm working on is this like constant feeling of being different, which was always seen as bad. So it's like it's also small things it doesn't have to be like who you're in a relationship with or anything it can be just the way you express yourself like mm -hmm. i've always been very gentle and had a lot of empathy so that's always been sanctioned as well as mm -hmm. seen as weakness mm -hmm. and that that also sucks because then you're like hurting inside because you can't express yourself fully and you think something's wrong with you and I feel mm. like we do that to all kinds of people in all kinds of different situations. And we also do it unconsciously because we've been told to do it and we've been taught to do it. So there's like no way around it. You want to unlearn it, but still it's inside you. This like mm. the need to control how other people behave in small acts. And I guess I've just been noticing it more and more how people... When they see something that's different or someone who thinks different, they always see it as bad. So do you want to change yourself and those habits or do you want other people to see those habits differently? I, um, I don't, I, I want us all, I guess, to accept all kinds of different people who aren't hurting anyone. Else. Well, you got to think about it like this, Sarah there are billions of people, you know, you can't please everybody. And yeah, it's, just, it's about, you know, with same thing with like making friends and, and things like that. You just got to choose the right people to, you know, include in your life. And it's, it's really easy. Um, even like bringing it back to celebrities and stuff. I don't know what the, I don't know how many albums Taylor Swift has dropped no matter how big of a star she is. And I feel like that's one of the cool things about the era we live in. It's so easy to block something out, you know? Yeah. So it, whatever it is of like, it, whatever is giving you uh, discomfort and maybe it's people, maybe it's uh, who knows? I don't, I don't know. Like, do you think what I feel like I need maybe like a real life example or a or like a story or something that maybe triggers you to feel these feelings because um maybe who knows maybe there's nothing even going on maybe it's just you thinking of these things or maybe overthinking. Yeah. you know overthinking for sure that's what i always do but also what you said like block things out you meant like she as a celebrity like as a star can block it out uh 
No, as in like me, like like as I said. In, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, like, that's the thing, like, a real-life example that I could also connect with celebrities right now that I'm thinking of. She has this great documentary, and I'm always talking about Taylor Swift. Like, all of my friends know I'm annoying with it. But what can you do? I just love that woman. Okay, she has who, this amazing... Who, who yeah, she it? has this... Taylor Swift. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. She has this amazing documentary called Miss Americana. And mm-hmm. there's a part where she talks about her eating disorder, which actually no one knew about. And she talks about how, uh, going back to the sanctions of society, how she has been congratulated on so many occasions for being thin as a model and fitting into sample sizes. And then when she would eat something or wear something, they would all like punish her and say that she is pregnant, gained weight, lost Mm. control of her life and stuff like Mm. that. So that's what I mean. Like, not being able to please people and also going back to celebrities i can't imagine the pressure that's why i love being anonymous because i can't imagine the pressure of like the whole world telling you you're so different you know i I totally understand that i totally understand that i guess i when i say that i feel like i understand that people feel that way but for me i feel like it's somewhere in my brain it doesn't it doesn't click like i just don't I don't know. I don't know why I don't let it. I don't know. Maybe if it's a female thing or something. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to go out in public and people are going to be like, oh, is Marconi pregnant? You know, but like other <laughs> things, I just, huh. I, it, it's, I mean, it's so simple to say, but hard to actually do to just be like, ah, who cares, you know? But I just feel like yeah. I have that mentality so much but at the same time i take it to the extreme where i i just feel like uh, sometimes i don't care enough like i'll just not care at all to where i'll literally i'll bring it to not caring like sometimes i don't care about my own fucking self you know what i mean so if, yeah. if i don't care about myself what makes you think i'm gonna care about what other people do and, yeah you know when when i was yeah, sad no, I get it. the other day it was just kind of like this feeling of like what is the point? And it's not, it's like, to me, not to, uh, you know, disrespect what you were saying or anything. It just makes me feel like I don't think any of this matters. Like, yeah. And, and it doesn't. Yeah. And it doesn't. It's just, <laughs> you know, I really think it doesn't. And that's like the problem of it because we make it a problem. We make a lot of things a problem when, because it is so hard to allow ourselves to just be, you know, because mm-hmm. there's always something else that can be going on. Like, and of course, if there's a crisis in your life or in the world, you're and you can't, it's overwhelming. You're going to create another crisis to distract yourself from it. Right. So I also feel like we do that as a defense mechanism. And what you said about going to the extreme, also a defense mechanism so it's very hard i think first i think it's very hard being human and then i think also it's very hard having mental health problems because you can't seem at least i can't to find middle ground with myself and with other people you know it's either black or white so i really get what you're saying like it's either i care too much or i don't care enough but then 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 you sit down with yourself, at least I try to, and I ask myself, 
do the things I do and say and how I affect other people make me happy? Or am I contributing negatively to this world? And then I think I have an answer. Right. I, mm, uh, what was I going to say? I feel like um, that, that like you liking being anonymous, it, um, I feel like maybe I, I would, I, I don't want to be responsible. Like, you know, I don't want to be the president or anything like that, you know? Yeah. So I just kind of think about being anonymous is cool because you don't really have responsibilities or people look up to you and things like that. But I guess, uh, man, I feel like I'm having a hard time expressing this one because I'm trying to put it in my own words of yeah. uh, like how I can relate. So to be like more clear on my goals and stuff like I want to, and I don't know if I said this yet, like if I were to be a celebrity, I would want to be like the realest celebrity ever. Like I would just want to just be straight up with people and be like, look, I'm not answering my phone. The fucking emails are just, and I'm human and all of this stuff. And what you get is what you get and don't be upset about it. And I just don't want people relying on me so much and this and that. And I feel like I'm already having a hard time figuring that out with just my, my, my friends and my family. It just seems, um, the older I get, the more people I meet, the more they want from you. And, mm -hmm. and I'm not fucking big time Hollywood yet. So I feel like it's almost like a test of just like, well, you want to be famous, you want to be successful and all of this stuff. Let's see how you handle this. And yeah, I want to learn. And, you know, when I get fucking bigger or whatever, I want to make sure I know how to handle it. And I know you say, you said <clears throat> nobody's ready for it. Nobody knows how to deal with it. But I, I don't know. I kind of disagree a little bit. I kind of feel like we have studied so many famous people throughout the years mm -hmm. that, and, and we have so much information on our phones and stuff. We, you can kind of prepare yourself for it. It's not like I'm um, Elvis or the Beatles or something. And when, when, yeah. those, when they first came out, it was like, what is this? You know? And Another thing to add on to that too, like we live in such a fast paced world. You could literally be famous for a week and then a month later, everyone kind of forgot about you. Exactly. Um, but I don't, you know, what I've been thinking also about celebrities is that I know when I was younger, I kind of wanted it as a form of validation, mm. almost as like a form of um, social acceptance. Mm -hmm. that you're a celebrity and now everything is okay and you're okay and you're like deserving of love and attention <laughs> and success yeah. you know yeah. so also but i don't think fame gets you there i don't i think a good reason to be famous definitely isn't like some insecurities which i think we all have and then i that's what i fear is that they get magnified and if you don't have good people around you you kind of lose track of yourself because i think life happens to you really fast when you're famous yeah life i don't know about you but life feels like it's been going by really fast for me just mm. uh, where i am at in life and i was like looking through my phone and things like that and getting memories of um like I took a very nice picture, like up in the mountains, uh, almost exactly a year ago. And I was just looking at that, like, God damn, that was, that was only a year ago. 
It's, it's yeah. weird. Like it feels like time is still kind of going by slow. But when I look at things short term, like when I think back to like two weeks ago, or maybe even a month ago, when I talked to you, or what has it been like a month and a half, it feels like Jesus Christ, that was so slow. Like it's only been a month and a half. But then when mm. I think of like, or I'm sorry, was it? Fa- I don't know. Like it just feels time is feeling weird. And I just feel like it's only going to get weirder as I get older. And that's another thing that just kind of, I guess, adds into my anxiety and things like that. I just feel so like limited on time, but, Mm -hmm. uh, but I also feel like I have so much time. There's just, I'm just all over the place. Fucking mess. (laughs) I, but okay. It's, it's everything you said. I agree, but also during a pandemic can time actually be as it was before so cut yourself some slack you know be kind to yourself it's fine it's fine that time feels weird right now it does forever to remember that it's just so weird like a year ago i was thinking of um and that oh i guess that i I guess just for the sake of clearing the air on things uh, just to get into more detail on why i was feeling upset a couple of days ago um so one thing about me, um, I lived in an apartment for a while. I was ta- I, t- I talk a lot about it on the show, and um, the pandemic happened there. And let me just try and make it really quick. I'm, I I just drank coffee. My fucking mind is racing right now. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, this apartment that I lived at, and I just bought a house maybe like uh, two months ago. So I'm fucking happy to be out of that apartment and all of this, but. Mm-hmm. it just they i hit them up because i wanted to get my deposit back and i mm-hmm. thought my deposit was like a couple thousand dollars but then it turned out my deposit was only six hundred dollars and then they started talking about you're not getting that six hundred dollars back um you and and by the way you owe us money and then i try to um talk to my girl about it and she like looks over the receipts and stuff and she's like they're playing us you know, like they're they we we don't owe them money. They're just trying to get extra money out of me. And I'm just so upset about like, man, this fucking place, dude. I already like paid fucking bullshit ass bills with this place. Yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. And and if I had a more positive mindset on it, I should have been like, oh, fuck it. I never have to deal with them again. But then I don't know, my mind just kind of goes into thinking about like other people who are getting fucked by the system. And then I start thinking about like the $600 and thinking about how many fucking commercials for smooth my balls I have to make to fucking pay that off and shit like that. And then I just start thinking about like, I'm just fucking working to pay other people and who are working for other people and shit like that. And it just, Mm. it just made me feel so like cheated out of life. Like all of my time that I put in to, to make money and things like that is just like, with taxes, like taxes are a big deal here and shit like that. It just makes me mm-hmm. feel like I don't want to participate, you know? And, and I guess, you know, the best way to put it is like, yeah, if I just fucking kill myself, I don't have to participate in these bullshit ass. Yeah. Um, and I guess that if any, if anything that kind of connects to what you're saying about like conforming to society and what they expect of you and things like that. And yeah, it's just, it's, and then, and, and I always just think about like what we do, in this world is just like, it's so unnatural. And sometimes I just want to unplug and just be like, man, like besides killing myself, it's like, I could just 
fucking go homeless, <laughs> you know, but then it's like, then I can't do the things that I like to do. So it's just like, I just feel so torn. It's like, I have to do what I have to do to, to, um, provide what I like to do. And sometimes it just doesn't seem worth it. It seems like I'm just breaking my fucking back for people. Um, and then, yes. and then I just, and then my, you know, my mind, you, you should know overthinking my mind just snowballs into a yeah. bunch of negative things. And I like to consider myself at least now a pretty nice person, but I, I feel like I am very mean to myself. Like, I, I just feel like I'm very mm. hard on myself. Um, and I, I think, I think it's a good thing in, in a sense, like I get shit done because I'm hard on myself, but there, there comes a toll with being hard on myself. It's just like, uh, I, I'm, I'm like never satisfied. Yeah, I understand. But also I want you to know that you can still get shit done when you're not hard on yourself. Mm -hmm. And that a good practice for that can be to just every day. That's what my previous therapist told me and I've been living by it every day. Uh, you just do one thing for yourself that has nothing to do with work or other people or pleasing anyone or contributing right. to fucking capitalism and paying fucking taxes like just yeah. something for yourself that you enjoy whether it's like drinking a cup of coffee or i don't know going for a walk or knitting or playing video games or something like that what, what do you really, do what do you do to take your mind um, it's like di it's like different things it depends on the day i guess i i like talking to friends i like <laughs> like sh sharing a connection it's wednesday time to start talking to my friends <laughs> <laughs> no it's it's more like it's more like for i don't know i know hour, i just I, i'm just fucking with you yeah 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 it's like i don't know go on a bike ride or watch a tv show i've been interesting interested in or like listen to a new album it's something that doesn't um affect myself as a i don't know future professional future capitalist slave it's just something that no one can take from me or it's just like writing down my thoughts or um i don't know like go going outside and looking at the stars or some shit like that right it really depends do you meditate on the day, you know i i try to right now i'm at guided meditation still because i can't do it by myself my mind is too too busy for that i think but when someone walks me through it, it it's good mm. you know what do i you? did uh, not as much as I used to back in the day, but even back then I didn't do it as much. Uh, I, I feel like if anything, I need to get on that. Maybe after the show, I'm just going to sit in the sun for like 10 minutes and just try to shut the fuck up <laughs> and just do breathe. it. You know, they always say you can, you can have thoughts, but I, I still haven't reached that level. Like you can have thoughts, you can acknowledge them and you can let them go, which is so hard when you're anxious because you never let thoughts go. Yeah. So just, you know, put, put on some nice music that you like listening to sit in the sun and just, you know, when you see yourself being hard to yourself, just, you know, you're on the same theme with yourself. Like that's right. what I've been realizing. Like if I'm working against myself, I'm also working against the world and the people that I love. And that's yeah. something I hate. 
So if I want to contribute positively to the world and the people around me, I first need to contribute positively to myself. And I mm. do that by being kind to myself whenever I can. So also cutting myself some slack the way that I always do for my friends. I think you know what I'm talking about, that you always are like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. You you got this. You know, you're always there for people around you and you have understanding for them. But what, then when it comes to you, you're like, you fucking piece of shit. You're so dumb. Like, <laughs> and why do we talk to ourselves like I'm, that, you know? Guys are mean to each other, I feel like. Guys, like guys in general, like my good friends, we're just always fucking talking shit. Um, and I I don't know. I, I feel like I'm kind of a mean. I said something pretty mean uh, a couple of days ago when I was feeling like down. Like, ugh. I mean, I'll run it by you real quick, but... It's it's pretty mean. It's pretty mean. But somebody said something along the lines of like 2.8 million people died from obesity last year. If only we could, you know, promote healthier living and stuff like that, those people would be alive. And my fucking big mouth just came through with like, that's 2.8 million extra mouths we got to feed. That's longer lines at the drive through. And, and then and I feel so mean about it because maybe I cannot relate. I am not an obese person, but a part like what some, ugh, I, I feel almost embarrassed saying it, but it's like when I see an obese person, this is just where my mind goes. I always just kind of be like, this person is probably just like an assumption. I don't fucking know these people. Mm -hmm. They're unless I say this, I, unless you have like a thyroid issue or something yeah. biological going on with you where your metabolism is bad. But for the most part, I, especially here in the States, I just, we have an obesity problem and, you know, the States, like this country around the world is probably like the biggest consumer. And I said mm -hmm. this earlier on the show, like if the whole world acted like America, this place would fucking set on fire. And yeah. I just, uh, you know, I, I look at people that, that are like obese and I always just kind of think they are consuming more than they are giving and then like it I, I almost have like not as much remorse for when they die and things like that and i just i don't know and then i start thinking about myself because i'm hard on myself like i am like yeah. i'm not an obese person but i am hard on myself with like uh you fucking ate fast food again you did this you did that and you you drank soda and all this so like when i see i reflect my own insecurities on other people which is I don't know if that validates me being a fucking asshole to people like that, but that's just where my mind is at. And I just try to, um, you know, that's just how I am. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I get it. I get it. Of course. Of course we have to project onto other people because it makes us feel safe in a way, you know, when you feel out of control, you want to gain control in some situation that feels safer to you, which doesn't it's, affect you. It's but like, also I think, I think that, if you try to be nicer to yourself, you kind of start being nicer to other people too. And it's the other way around as well. And what yeah. I wanted to say about obesity, especially in America, I think it's a big capitalism issue and a big mental health issue because we, I actually don't think we realize how many people have disordered eating and eating disorders and mm. problems with emotions and eating your emotions and also i think it's a capitalism issue because then people profit off your insecurities and your mental health problems oh, and yeah. of course you know you like look at the magazines i know for girls i don't know what it's like for guys i know guys have 
problems like this as well. But for girls, like you look at magazines like these perfect Victoria's Secret models and mm -hmm. they're all photoshopped, like no shit to them, of course, like good for yeah. them. But also it's this unrealistic image. And then you see all of these commercials of people trying to profit off your insecurities with different like, creams and perfumes and beauty products and injections and stuff like that yeah. and then you like feel out of control because you can't be that person and what do you do when you feel out of control you find something to control what can you control you can control food so you control it and it controls you after that so i think that's where this fucking circle of of obesity or anorexia or something comes from people need a reminder victoria's secret models any model even movie stars or whatever it's their job. It's hard to look like a Victoria's Secret model when you don't have all of the resources and people working for you and doing your yeah. makeup and diet. They probably have their own chef and shit. You know, you, yeah. obviously you're not going to look like a Victoria's Secret model if you're sitting at a desk for eight hours at, at a time and you've got other normal people's stresses that other people. So I don't know, sometimes mm. people just need a little bit of that reminder. Like, of course they look fucking good, dude. Like, look at somebody like Kylie Jenner, dude. She had fucking no lips, uh, whatever. And look at her now. She's a completely different person. So to me, it's yeah. like dude, common sense. Like, you should not feel bad about yourself. But it happens. It happens. And I don't know. You, people it's need to hard get that not to. Yeah, because you're you're exposed to it at such an impressionable age. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to like have that common sense of uh, realizing that they have all of this work done. Like, no shame to them. I am for yeah. plastic surgery. I am also just for transparency. Like, please don't tell me you're all natural if you had like 17 <laughs> operations done. Like, go you for having 17 operations yeah. done. But just please tell it to little girls who look up to you and like, cut themselves like i'm sorry but like because they don't look like it you know because it's not, it's also i think do you know about jamila jamil it sounds familiar but I, I don't know who that is she's this amazing actress from the good place and she's also an activist and she talks about body neutrality and mm -hmm. she talks about the kardashians and how they set this unrealistic example like with selling mm -hmm. Uh, like weight loss uh, tea and stuff like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. I, and then they say like, "Oh, I'm all natural, you know. I just drink this tea and I look like it." And of course, then girls with eating disorders, they they want that. They want that life. And you're you're just being dishonest. And she also like amazingly puts it that they are now the oppressors of other women instead of being on their side because someone like the, a kardashian yeah exactly yeah. it seems like more people talk shit about them than anyone actually likes them at least on my they end. should get shit they should do much better than they actually do i feel like it's it's so selfish to live the the way that they live it's very unfair but but everybody wants to be like them you know like little girls look at the, the show i've never even seen a fucking episode of that show but uh i like think about how much they consume you know what i mean like think about how much work and labor gets put into whoever kardashian it's a it's a fucking lot dude like and you know, of course you're gonna. Well, I don't. It's hard for me to really say because maybe there's some kind of Kardashian fan page that's gonna be like, you don't know what she does, Cardi. She Kim wakes up at 5 a.m. and she goes to do this and that, and who fucking knows, dude? She's like 
sometimes I think about it like maybe she's fucking busier than me. She's a Kardashian. She's probably got like all kinds of shit to do. But then another part of me is like, bro, she's got a whole team. She probably has a whole team that works. Of course. And please, (laughs) what is their purpose in this society? Like, why are you famous? Are you contributing to something, to something positive? No. Do you know the history of her? Like, do you know, like, I know she shot. Yeah, I know how she became famous. Yeah. Yeah, but there's another thing too like her i mean her dad was a lawyer and yeah. her dad was allegedly the lawyer or not alleged i'm pretty sure it's fucking fact her dad was the lawyer for oj simpson for oj so yeah yeah there's that funny theory of like um because oj played for i i think it was the cleveland browns i don't know shit about football but um so they lost or something like that and so they're they're saying like if the browns didn't lose the super bowl or something like that oj would have and wouldn't have killed his wife and if oj didn't kill his wife kim kardashian's father wouldn't be there and then we'd have no so like oj simpson is responsible for kim kardashian (laughs) oh wow so he he got so angry for losing he killed his wife it's just a joke i mean like who knows like maybe if his life was better for winning he wouldn't like rage out and kill his wife i don't know i mean it's just a joke to look at it that way but we agree on that he did it right you know man i don't i haven't seen i haven't (laughs) (laughs) done i i i i just say he did it because everyone else did, but I don't do yeah. my re I just, I haven't seen that people versus OJ. I was too young when this stuff went <laughs> down. I yeah. just like, I just, you know, who's something I know about. I know about, um, not Ray J. Who's a girl. Who's a guy that, that is a pedophile or whatever. Um, who's saying um, R-, R Kelly, R Kelly, R Kelly, R Kelly. Surviving yeah. R Kelly. Yeah. Is that, is that what it was called on Netflix? Yeah. They had that. Yeah. I watched that. And that, yeah. and he is like, he fucking did it from what I see. And yes. I sometimes see OJ Simpson every now and then. And he just looks like a psychopath from what he, is. What he does. He so is. I believe. No, I'm sure of it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you know, there's one thing I'm sure of it's that he did it. I just and... always have that benefit of the doubt of like, maybe, maybe people are taking advantage of him. Kind of like, okay, when I was younger, um michael jackson was just like a straight up pedophile like it was jokes oh yeah like everyone when i was in like the fifth grade in elementary school like everyone um we thought michael jackson was a monster that whole thing when he uh held his baby blanket over over um the balcony um they made south park episodes about him like they really painted michael jackson as a monster and those that the nose really scared the shit out of me as a kid, like all how he looked and his transformation. So they did a really good job at influencing me at a young age of like, Oh, Michael Jackson's fucking weird. But then when he died, it just 100% turned around to like legend and like, just don't listen to what they said. The media, this, they painted him like a monster, but a part of me still feels like, see, I just separate the, the, the artist from the art. Like I love fucking Michael Jackson's music. Like regardless of whatever the fuck he did, like it's not, I'm not going to stop playing Michael Jackson just cause I mean, maybe I should, I don't know if that's immoral or whatever, but eh, the music's good. Whatever the fuck he did is it's, that's his own thing. I I I have no idea what he did. So I no. Um, so do you know what Neverland is? no okay so neverland is basically like 
an amusement park that Mm -hmm. Michael Jackson has in his fucking backyard. And so there was a lot of like um, scandals that came out about Michael Jackson and young boys, like how he would take young boys from uh, their parents and, you know, their parents would be like, oh, it's Michael Jackson. They're going to like a Michael Jackson camp, but he would Mm -hmm. just have little boys sleep with him and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, so that was like a really big thing. He was like going to court for it and everything. And I remember when he was like going to court for it, he was wild. And I remember he like got on top of the car or his limo, whatever that was driving him to court and just started dancing. Like he just wasn't taking anything serious. It seemed like, and um, who's another one, Bill Cosby. You remember everything that's been going down with him? No, I don't think so. Do you know who Bill Cosby is? No, I like the the name rings a bell, but I'm not sure. You're from the other side of the planet. I'll cut you some slack. Yeah. Bill Cosby is just a, he's a comedian um, mm-hmm. and he had. TV oh, yeah. Show. OK. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, uh, Fat Albert, uh, Little Bill. He. he yes. Uh, yeah. So he allegedly raped a bunch of women in his career. Um, and so he's in jail for that right now. And uh, that was a big deal. And, oh, and, and Bill Cosby was just like, I just remember there was this one thing he did. Um, I don't know how to describe it with my voice, but he just, he was, he, he did something funny and like, you know, he did horrible things and all of that stuff. I understand that. But at the same time, it's just like, I just try to find the humor in it. Like this fucking guy, like, is just, <laughs> I don't, I don't fucking know. Dude. He's just living his fucking life. And he, yeah, he did all that. It fucking sucks. But hey, he's in jail now um but yeah but still that doesn't like i i understand like the humor is a coping mechanism in that sort of situation i really do but mm-hmm. also being in jail won't fix what he did oh yeah oh yeah totally you know? understand i guess like well the rule like nobody really gets executed here you know you know the whole george no. Floyd situation yeah, right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i ha- i don't know if i ever said this on the show but I, and I, this, this is, I know it's wrong. I know it's wrong. And this is why I don't want to be a leader <laughs> because I feel like okay. if I were the president, the world is just going to be worse. Um, oh if that, God. if that fucking happened, dude, they, I don't even know the guy's name, but whoever put his, the guy who put his knee on George Floyd's neck, it took a fucking year for them to have a trial and yes. for them to like set him to jail and everything. Like if I was the dictator or the president, dude, I would publicly execute him oh, in front of too. everybody oh, just to like, I don't know. I ran that by a couple of friends and they were like, Oh no, you're wild. Um, <laughs> but, uh, oh, I would do it. I would fuck. And you know, but you know, what would be a bigger punishment is solitary confinement for mm. sure. I think that is the, like the biggest punishment you can place on people. And of course, jail is for rehabilitation. It's not for punishment those people aren't people like if you can kill another human being like that like in any way but also like it it baffles me like of course you think of public execution why would why would people not think about it when you're so enraged do you a lot of people you you know still believe in that you know no matter what everyone is entitled to a trial and things like that and um you know the uh, over here in the states like death row like the line for death row is so long 
it's and like you never get to it i yeah, know and, and maybe there shouldn't be a death sentence but you get so enraged when well, you see it, something like that what do you think about this like what if there's just like a certain <laughs> what if they made it like a, a a holiday or something where they get everyone who did murder rape um pedophilia like and like as many as they can and it's just like a holiday where oh it's the day of reckoning and they just gather all of these people and just you know fucking holocaust style them just fucking burn them all away and everyone just celebrates like yeah all these murderers are dead and but we murdered them and then i kind of think about Um, you remember back in the day like you know not only were they um uh what's the word um genocide like mass genociding jewish people yeah. during world war ii but one thing that hitler was just like on about too was um people people with uh mental disabilities like autistic yes. people or um uh down syndrome people like if you were born yeah. with down syndrome we're just going to dispose of you you know what yeah. i mean and so like I mean, shit, if they did that back in the day, what, what if we did that today with murderers and shit like that, mm-hmm. that everything that we found immoral, but then maybe 50 years in the future, everyone's just going to look back at it like, oh, wow, people were getting killed for just killing people and now killing people is normal. I don't know. <laughs> I, hope, <laughs> I hope killing people is never normal. But also, if someone kills someone that doesn't give us the justification to kill them as well and an eye for an eye and the whole world is blind mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and all of those things but also i think it's it's very human to be that enraged with people just ruining other people's lives and of course one of the ways you are going to cope with that is a lot of anger and the need for revenge and for vengeance so I I don't know what the right thing is. I don't think there is a right thing. I the right thing would be that we didn't have people like that who we then have to deal with as a society, you know. But also it. it's unfair. Like it it would be ideal that people aren't like that, like murderers and rapists and and it's also unfair that they get to just live in jail. I mean, you know, having the time of their life probably watching tv and stuff like that that's also very unfair like you ruin people's lives and where's the justice in that you know but also there's there's no there's no good way of dealing with it right yeah we are getting like super deep into this but i do just want to add one more thing that i guess (laughs) kind of like has to do with what you're about and stuff it's like uh, a couple of months ago, maybe even sometime last year, I was listening to this podcast. Um, God damn it. What country was it? Was it Hungary? I don't fucking know. But it was like one of the worst ever like mass shootings or something. So basically this guy, just to keep it real short, he dressed up as a police officer. And before he did that, he like bombed a couple of federal buildings because they were like, I think they were like Muslim or something and he didn't agree with their religious views. So then after that, he dressed up as a police officer, took a boat to an Island where this Island was where they had like a retreat for like Muslim children. So like from the age of seven to 12 and he killed like fucking 50 to 70 people, dude. And um, it took forever for the cops to get to them. And he 
trying to trying to see if I got this story right. Trying to see. Um, he went to jail, but he like in this certain country, which is why I wish I knew what country it was. There is no life uh, sentence. There is no life sentence, and there is no like you know death penalty. So no matter how bad your crime was, and he did like the worst crime there. Um, he only got like 20 years and the jail is much better there. Like he gets to play video games. He gets to eat and all of this. Oh, shit. wow. Yeah. Like he's basically living like in a dorm, like he's in fucking college. And after 20 years, he'll just like go to court and the judge decides to either renew him for another eight years. And like, most likely they're just going to keep keeping him in jail for that long. And it's like, that just seems unfair to me, you know? Of course it's unfair. Of course it's unfair. And of course, it, where's the justice in that, you know? Where's the justice in getting a good lawyer, an expensive lawyer, and getting out of jail when you did something? Hello, OJ. Like, where's the justice in that? Of yeah. course people will be enraged. And the first thing, like, my first reaction to stuff like this is always anger. And it's always like, I want to take revenge on this person. I want to fuck for this fucking person to suffer and in some like suffer forever. You know, if we could, right. if hell is real, if hell was real, just keep that one person alone in hell and suffer. Are you, forever. are you a religious person? No. Okay. I think, I think we talked about that. I don't remember. You're not either. Right. Yeah, not really. I mean, kind of like what I was saying with martial arts at the beginning of this, I want to, I see a lot of these cute stickers on people's cars where it says coexist and it's just like a bunch of like symbols of different religions. So I think Aww. I want to start, you know, I mean, I did grow up religious, but I feel like that's a reason why I'm not religious. It, it, okay. it was just like wrong. Um, yeah. And I, I, I want to, I feel so, I feel so lost, you know, like, spiritually and thinking about where I'm going to go when I die and stuff like that. So like martial arts, I want to start taking pieces of every religion that I agree with. And, um, and yeah. just like, I don't fucking know for my own religion <laughs> and then just, or just have my own rules because it's my life. Yes. Like, and I, I'm just fine. I don't want to be a follower. You know, I don't want to just like find a religion and be like, you know what? Yep. That's yep. Christianity's the way to go. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm tuning everything out. I want to be open to everything. And, um, you know, I, I don't know. I want to start looking into more things. Uh, Ramadan just happened and uh, like, it got me thinking like, I want to, one of these days I want to participate. I want to try to not drink or eat anything until the sun goes down. Like, I want to see what this shit's about. Uh, yeah. or just at least just study a little bit more but yeah of course and i totally agree with you and that's why i think it's very wrong to just enforce religion like not like just for me personally how i believe that people should choose their own religion after studying it and studying all the other religions you know because you you're born and then you're like forced into the religion of your parents and that's mm -hmm. it like you can mm -hmm. either leave it or yeah. it's like the rest of your life you know not 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 saying there's anything wrong with religion like i respect everyone it's just not for me and i talked with a friend he's like super smart and i love the way he put it he just said i don't need religion to know that i can believe in people and kindness and respect and stuff like like i don't need right. to follow a certain set of rules mm -hmm. to have my own and that's what i think you're also like that's why i think we're all searching for 
independent of religion. Like we all just want to be able to find something we believe in and also something to 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 keep us grounded and to explain stuff because it's really hard being in a fucking universe that's <laughs> infinite and not having like any idea of what's going on. Sometimes I think, um, especially back in the day when I talked to like uh, older people and, and people who are like into religion and just set in stone in their one thing, like, you know, what's yeah. going on in the Middle East with the whole free Palestine thing and stuff like that. It's just like, I mean, I don't know exactly what's going on, but it, it's just, it seems like a religion war. Like they're trying to get all these Muslims out and it's just like, God damn, like, it's that serious, you know? Uh, and, and to me, I feel like, how do I say this? You know, when I think of like, <clears throat> when I think of religion, at least with my experience with people who I've met and stuff, I've, I feel like religion in a way is evil. Um, like, how do I, how do I say this? Not religion in general, but just like some of the practices of it. I feel of like, of course, I of feel course. like they, I feel like they go looking for vulnerable people, you know? Um, yes, they do. And that's why I don't get why cults get such shit. Like, Oh, you're in a like, cult oh. though. You're, you're in a cult. You're in this podcast. This podcast is a cult. <laughs> I'm just okay. looking for more like-minded people, but I'm <laughs> not trying to put a bad stigma on it. <laughs> no, nice. Okay. That's the first cult I joined. No, 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 probably I'm part of some cults that I don't know about, but it's right. a good cult, right? It's yeah. like we promote good stuff. Yeah. That's I what guess. they, that's what they all say. <laughs> yeah. That's what they all say. That's what I wanted to say. That's why I hate that people who, uh, who lead cults and who join cults, of course, they should get a bad rep. The leaders of cults, I mean, because they're exploiting vulnerable people. But then no one talks about how religion exploits vulnerable people. And at the same time, I can support people who follow a certain religion and who do not discriminate others based on their religious beliefs. I'm big on that. Like, you can't just say I'm religious. That's why I hate gay people. That doesn't like that doesn't work. Like you're a bad person, yeah. no matter how how much you justify it by yeah. some ancient text that doesn't work like it. If you're not hurting anyone, of course, I support you. You do you. If you're a good human, you know, and you're not hurting or discriminating anyone. But then I can at the same time have problem with religious organizations that are exploiting vulnerable people. And mm -hmm. so why do we view cults as we should? They are wrong. But also religion does the same thing, just on a much bigger and more subtle scale. They take money. Sometimes I just want to start a church because here in the States, they don't you don't have to pay taxes if you own a church. Oh, yeah. So. Here as well. Oh, great, dude. Let's start a church. Fucking no, let's call it. It'll be called the suicide laws, suicide logs church. And we'll just have suicide a bunch of people logs church. Okay. come in and then we'll be like, all right, everybody get ready for the boosa. <laughs> so what, what are what are the core principles of my cult? Um, the core principles is that you, um, never kill yourself. That's like, okay, that's like good. rule number. Like, uh, you're not allowed to be in here if you're, if you are a suicidal person, but it, you can come, if you feel like killing yourself or something, you can come for help, but you're not yeah. gonna, and, and we go by a belt system, but the only belts are white and black. So, okay. and the only black belt is me. I think there's a couple of black belts. I don't fucking know. Um, okay. I haven't talked about the cult in a while. Um, what else? Uh, 
that's it. That's it. That's it. You just that's have to. You, yeah, you just have to. Uh, I mean, there's. I don't fucking know. I mean, there's certain things that maybe I don't know. You got to run it by me. Like it's just certain people that are probably out of their fucking minds that I probably don't want to be here. But right now, the doors are open. There's no entry fee or anything. Go ahead and join. Pick up a white belt, and that's it. Okay, good. It's, Can I add the second rule? Yeah, what's the second rule? I would like the second rule to be to be kind to ourselves and others. Let me think about that one. No, because <laughs> it it depend it, you it they it's very broad. It's very broad. I don't want these broad rules. It's like we'll we'll put it in. We'll put it in, and I'll run it by corporate. But okay, uh, we can we can work on it. There's certain I, people I that you got to be mean to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, being nice yeah. is you know, it's yeah. I mean, being nice to yourself is cool too. I guess of it is. Of course it's cool. We need more of it. We <laughs> we're all we're all just working on ourselves here. That's what it is. That's what this cult's about. And I don't want to I want to be like the complete opposite of a church. I don't want to preach things. I don't want to tell people like you have to do this. You have to listen to this. It's just more of like, hey, if you fuck with it, you fuck with it. That's exactly. It. But anyways, but then and not wanting to be as a church, then you are exactly a church just trying to act like it's different because you're still <laughs> gathering people and telling them principles i'm a virtual i'm a virtual church dude we're worldwide i'm a virtual church okay. you don't have to see people in person it's a safe space you know you could say nice. whatever the hell you want it's um and and that's it that's it i'll give you a reaction take it or leave it there's there's really there's no pressure there's no pressure in this cult really um I can't think nice. of think of anything off the top of my head. We've been going on for so long. My mind is like, you, you could literally ask me anything right now. And I just feel like, oh, fuck, I'm going to give like a half-ass answer or something. Because I <laughs> burnt out. You're going to catch, like, if you want me to be honest with anything right now, I'll fucking be honest. Because yeah, I can't, I don't even think I have the creativity in my mind to come up with a lie. <laughs> I know. And your day is only getting started, which is so weird. Yeah. And you're ending your day. Yep. <laughs> my day and it's so weird and it's also really nice to think about that we can have like such different lives and perspectives and live in different countries and then also be able to find middle ground and, and common things we think about and talk about and I think that's something I've been reflecting on like the common human experience of just wanting to to belong and to have connections with people and to feel that's what good, it's you know? about. If you want to feel like you, if you want to belong, come to the cult. That's what it's about. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> every, everybody sharing their experience and stuff. It's, it's that, I mean, if you look at the, the info on the, on the podcast, I think that's something I say, like looking to connect people through myself. And yeah. I just, I just want to connect people, you know, it's just like bring people over. Um, and if you're about it, you're about it. And that's that's it, man. That that's a good rule to live by. I like it. It's like everyone's got something in common. You know, you just got to look for, for sure. For like, sure. Thank you for coming on, Sarah. Thank you for having me. If there's, I mean, did we cover everything? Is that a good talk? Is that a good? Uh, I think it's a great therapy talk. session. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, sure. We covered a lot. I got a lot out of. I got a lot out of my mind. I feel. I feel uh, clear-minded. I do feel good. Me too. I did. Me too. I and it's good. You're just starting your day with a clear mind. Yeah. It's good. And I, you know, I feel like I don't, I'm not worrying so much about things because I've been Great. distracted with just other 
fucking problems. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just chilling. That's it. So I appreciate it. Thank you for coming on. Me um, too. Thank you. Thank you for being a cult member, all of that stuff. So whatever you got. <laughs> oh, I didn't agree yet. <laughs> oh, you didn't agree. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. It's uh it's a, oh, it's like I handed you a pamphlet. If you want to join, you can okay. join us, I'll, whatever. I'll, I'll do my research. There, sure. There'll be a white belt waiting for you somewhere. <laughs> okay. Nice. I like that. Right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I will see you later. Eh? Okay. Bye. All right. Bye, Sarah. I want to thank my sponsor real quick, smoothmyballs.com. Use our code WUSA, that's W-O-O-S-A-H, at checkout for 20% off at your purchase. Try the new Turf Chopper 3.0. It's a waterproof, waterproof, no-nick technology razor meant for your meant for your fucking nads, meant for the things that you're not supposed to be using on your face, you know? Can't use the same razor that you use to shave your face to shave your fucking balls, dude. It's just it's the bacteria. Ask a biologist, dude. They'll tell you. Uh, try the new hedge clippers. Try the Pube Muncher 3.0. It's a little vacuum that you use to to uh, clean up the hairs on your sink. Because I know everybody's got hair on their sink, dude. You could be fucking bald and there's going to be hair on your sink. Hair coming out of your nose or some shit. Whatever. Um, so that's it. Use my code WUSAH, W-O-O-S-A-H, for 20% off at checkout. See you guys later.